if you guys you guys know Sujin, she is the owner of Illumina Lashes in California in Oakland. And we're going to be talking to you guys today about a really, really cool device that she's invented. And she's come out with it for quite a while now, right? It's been a, about a year? Uh, less than. Less Since, than a year. Um, we really launched it in August. Like okay. the first class was in August. So, okay. But we've been working on it for five years. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! And you know, I I've worked with it before. I remember at the conference at Texas Big, and I've I've held it in my hands, and I've seen you in action with it. It's actually a pretty neat device. Yeah, and since you held that one, we've came out with a different version. So it just keeps getting lighter and faster and better as we progressed with launching it. And we're actually going to soon um, have other people using the newest version by basically swapping out, exchanging out for their old device. No way. Left behind. Yeah. That was part of the program was it's, I call it beta testing and you guys are like, I call it the students are testing it and letting me know. And then as we progressively change and make it better for the production run, then we're going to swap it out. So hopefully in the next um, two or three months from now, we're going to be exchanging out. Everyone's going to get the new iPhone. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you wish that happens? Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I think iPhone does do that. Like if you buy the old, like the slightly like older version and then they come out with like a new one like a week later, I think they they we'll swap it out. You pay the difference. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, today we guys, we're going to be talking about her new awesome jellies device. Um, and we're going to get really into the nitty gritty of it. Um, because you've been getting a lot of heat lately and I've been seeing a lot of stupid Facebook. I'm going to call it stupid because people, sorry guys, don't get offended. People out there are stupid and they don't know what they're okay, talking dumb. about. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, they're really dumb. And lots of Facebook people, forums, and you know, will post up a picture and then just spill their, you know, opinions about its safety. And they have no idea. They have no clue what they're talking about. Yep. yep. So we're gonna we're gonna air some light on that in this uh, in this talk. And um, it might go a little longer than we want because I know there's so much information. But we'll get through it. Okay. So first okay. of all, I'll try to talk fast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, what is, uh, what is Jellice? Okay. So Jellice is basically the device and the device is called Jellice because it cures what we call the glue, which is link gel. It's not mm -hmm. nail gel. It's just a soft that becomes a hard, hardenized. So that's why we call it gel. Um, like hair gel, you know, that's a gel. Oh. And um, the device we're talking about is the Jalice. And then there's actually a Jalice method. So there's two current patent pendings in the middle of the screen um, for the Jalice. Okay. So yeah. so it's the Jalice device and then it's the gel. So what is Link Gel then? Uh, Link Gel is actually an LED durable curable glue. So this bottle is a 10 mil bottle. And if you hit it with light, like even right now, the sun's right here. If I took this bottle and opened it and poured it on something and I took it outside, especially this kind of light, because it's really bright today, it'll just instantly polymerize. It'll instantly dry the glue under the light. Instead of where regular glue, I don't have any with me. If you put it in the light, it's not going to be affected by the visible spectrum or yeah. UV spectrum. This one cures with visible light, so you don't need UV to cure. So you, that's one of the misconceptions of the jellies. 
Yes, and that's what I wanted to get to right off the bat. Okay. I know uh, people have been talking about, let me look at my notes here. Uh, people have been saying, and even I've made the mistake of just calling it a UV light because it just sounds cooler. Even though yeah. I know, <laughs> even though I know obviously you don't want UVs to be on yourself and on your body in, a, in, a, in an exposed amount of time. So it is not UV, right? No, it's not. In, okay, so there's UVA, UVB, and UVC. Yes. UV, let's explain. Um, nail gel lamps are UVA. Okay. So we are still exposing our hands and our arms to UV, but it's not a bad thing. I think people are scared of the sun, then you're never, you're going to be like a Dracula or vampire. We all have to have sun. So it's not a bad thing. Right. Uh, sun tanning beds are 95% UVA and 5% UVB. UVB, oh. there are um, psoriasis and eczema machines that help with um, skin therapy, and that's UVB. And then UVC is like your high, like, sterilization, killing things, microorganisms, that's UVC. So um, we're talking about visible light, and that's above the um, 400 light spectrum. So right. anything be below 395 is UV, anything above 400 is visible. So this mm -hmm. is above 400. Right. And so just to give everyone a visual perspective, imagine you have a line bar and uh, on one end of the spectrum, you have radio waves, right? You have your radio waves and then comes microwaves and then mm -hmm. comes infrared waves. And then a tiny itty bitty little like space is yeah. visible light waves. Okay. And then right on the cusp of that visible light wave going into uh, UV and gamma rays, is the UV, like what you're saying, the UVA, UVB, and that 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 doorway is so small um, that that's why people get confused and and confuse your LED light. I think for for uh, UV because yeah. you know your color is purple, right? Purple, it's purple. is that yeah. So and that purple, it's it's the color right before it reaches. It's like. Uh, like 360, 300, like whatever uh, nanometers uh, wavelength. And it, it's right on the cusp of that UV spectrum. So that's why people right. get, get confused and people don't understand that. But so it's not on UV, it's not on the UV side. It's still on the visible light spectrum. Yes, it's okay. a, it does still have a little bit of the UV, but it's not like what people think when they think about putting their eyes under a nail gel lamp. That's where I think there's a misconception because they see the purple light and they see lights, LED lights under the dome of a gel lamp and it looks kind of similar, but yeah. it's not the same type of LED. And LED okay. is light emitting diode, so that's the little light bulb that you see in those right. domes. Yeah. Okay, cool. So so tell me about your, your recent post that you just did and you told everyone to go screw themselves because <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> okay, I'm, I, okay. Uh, okay, so I don't know. How, I, I'm not going to be emotional about it, but I just feel like I've been bullied a lot, even in school when I was younger. I was the shy kid, and I'm finally, as an adult, starting to find my voice. And the mm -hmm. thing is, is that what I noticed are people will say something without knowing what the heck they're talking about. So with this study, what we happened was we wanted to get ANSI standard testing done, which is the highest level of standard test, standardized testing internationally for device for this device. And that's actually use around the eyes and um, radiation around the skin. So it actually tests both 
both things. And with that test, I can go to the people on social media who've been talking smack and being like, bitch, here you go. You know, like <laughs> this is the test and this is, this is not unsafe and like it's not going to cause cancer and it's not going to mess up your uh, sleep uh, rhythm, bio blue feedback stuff. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff I've seen on Instagram and Facebook. And I was like, Oh my God. Like, and are you, or like people commenting about, Oh my God, I would never go to her because of her nails. Cause her nails are janky. Like just stop. Uh, like, you know, like let's yeah. stop being a bully on or trolling on Instagram and Facebook. So I think more so scientifically, this was just a way to ensure safety for everyone and peace of mind for their clients and also for the lash artists. Yes. And I love that you did that. I really did love that post. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to read from it here really quick right now. Like you okay. said, you know, you can all, sh you know, you haters can all shut the F up right now. <laughs> uh, and then you said, I'm proud to announce that aluminal jelly's curing device has been measured and evaluated for potentially hazardous radiant output in consideration of relevant pro uh, provisions of, and then you have like this whole slew of acronyms of departments or names or whatever. Yeah. Um, specifications for exposure to ultraviolet, visible, and near-infrared radiation. So you pretty much debunked yes. everyone's, everyone's whatever they're saying. Yes. We want, so well, they, the scientists did. They're, it's just, I mean, when I, when I went in search for a laboratory who would, a research laboratory who would even take this project on, a lot of people weren't going to do it because there's no way to test it. And so, like, I had to actually reach out to the chair of um, ICNIRP. I don't know what the acronym is, but basically that's the guy who's just recently been posted. He's um, the American laser guy. I call him the American laser surgeon general. Yeah. And um, he was Here. willing. Is this guy? Yeah. That okay. Was and he okay, was perfect. willing to meet with me in San Francisco and watch me apply lashes on one of my staff members and actually see how the process went. And then if they were willing to take on the project because they wanted to see what it was about first. So um, I think I think really what it is is eyelashes is still so new and people don't really know anything about it. And it was interesting because they were willing to take on this project because then once they saw what it was, they were like, oh, like this is cool and this is different and like, let's, let's do this. So yeah. um, I had two very um, well-known doctors um, in the eye place like researchers actually do the third-party testing so that was cool and that is it so kind of tur turned them on to the eyelash extension industry like actually knowing more about it so it's like you know you learn from each other yeah it's not just I mean it's a beauty industry but it's not just like there's more to it than just looking beautiful right yeah but so that is amazing and so I actually we have a couple of people uh, someone asking oh Alma Valladares she's asking uh can you use the glue um with without the tool ah um technically you cannot because when you set it it doesn't cure or dry as fast as regular glue you need the light to dry it but it's like basically you're gonna get stickies if you don't dry it so the whole point is you don't want stickies because then we work faster so we're gonna apply and shake it to the side and put it on turn on the light so it's kind of like making you work faster Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she says, I'm going to see you on Shark Take in the future. That's so cute. <laughs> right on. <laughs> I, I see it too. I totally see it too. Um, but yeah, so with that, with that kind of statement, with the glue, we're going to get into that. Does it work for people with cyanacrylate allergies? Okay, there's 
different types of allergies and sensitivities. Your client may be allergic to the glue that has a certain stabilizer that has the cyanacrylate. Every, every glue in, on the market right now is basically an acrylate, right? right. So either they're going to be allergic to the glue, which is the acrylate, or they're going to be allergic to the stabilizer that makes and holds the glue together or binds it or keeps the shelf life going. We don't know what they're allergic to. If right. they are really truly allergic to acrylates, then no, they are not able to use this, but we have a 50% success rate right now for people because they're actually not allergic to acrylate. They're allergic to a certain stabilizer that is in glue that we don't have in this glue. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes. No, that makes perfect sense. Okay. So obviously there's, everyone just has to be aware of that, right? There's nothing that's completely 100%. Yeah. I mean, I'm never going to claim that because then I'm just a really greedy person and trying to sell you something that's snake oil. So that's not me, but I've just seen and have heard success stories. And what I've understood from my understanding is from what the chemists have explained to me is this is a formula like no other in the entire world. This is first of its kind. So people who have had sensitivities or prior previous allergies to regular extension glue, which they've looked at could be, the HQ, um, the hydroquinone, or or different type of stabilizer. And we don't have those stabilizers in our glue. And that's why people aren't allergic. And that was something I honestly didn't um, expect. Like, I I didn't create this for people with allergies. Like, I wasn't, like, trying to do that. It was just a positive outcome from finding out that some of the people who had taken my classes and have used it on their clients who are no longer able to get lash extensions telling me that there's there's with this and that's how we've been encouraging people that they can try a sample set but you're really not putting on a full set because you might have to remove those lashes in case that they do have a reaction yeah for sure i totally get it mm-hmm. um well that's awesome so how often do clients need a fill then well it's the same thing for everyone like right now i need a fill um your <laughs> lashes are gonna grow and shed so even if you do use the jelly system you're still gonna be coming in two three four weeks five weeks is kind of stretching it because by that time you really need to do a removal because there's so many grown out take it from me um but generally i've actually seen a stretch by a week or two more for clients because they're having the best retention of their life on their inner corners and outer corners so that's actually been pretty cool but it doesn't necessarily mean that their lashes look good it just means that they're hella grown out so I don't know. I think it's it's how depends on how often your clients want to come in for fills because they look kind of patchy because their lashes yeah. are still going to shed. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that makes perfect sense. I mean, yeah, they could still be on there for forever, eight weeks, nine weeks, but they're completely grown out. Totally get it. Really grown out. Yeah. Yeah, really. So it just it just means that I guess the retention is really just how long it really lasts on the eyelash, not necessarily how long it looks good on the eyelash, right? Yeah. I mean, like I got my manicure a week and a half ago and it's grown away from my cuticle and I want to get them off and get a new color on and get a new shape on my nails. You know, like think of that as a a fill, like you want your clients to come in and maintain the growth and take off those grown out puppies and then put them back down closer without touching the skin and also make sure that the shape of the lashes look good because you don't want one like me one eyelash growing out really long and the other one's like 
kind of short, you know, like you do need to come in every two or three or four weeks for fills. Like everyone yeah. grows really quickly ahead of your hair and nails, you know, it's the same thing with lashes. You'll see it growing, 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 especially the ones on the corners. Yes. I Those you have to take off. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, for sure. No, I totally get it. Okay, cool. So with that, I know people, I'm going to ask you like a whole slew of questions because I know people are going to think of stuff, but then they don't think of it. So I'm going to ask you, can you use the pinching method with this method? Mm -mm. So um, because you're holding the device with the, I'm left-handed. So this is my left hand and I'm going to place lashes with this hand. So this hand is my isolation hand. Usually when we're pinching, we're using our other hand to pinch and then to grab in place this device is going to get in your way so also honestly like even though you don't see it but you can see it with on foil now because i use foil for our um link gel if you push your thumb down on the foil you actually leave little fingerprint of oil that loosens the bond with this stuff it doesn't really stay stick on anything that's oily that's like gonna come off faster Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay, that's cool. So definitely it's its own thing. Okay. So it's, yeah. so no pinching method. So you're going you're gonna to have to look or learn how to do it off the strip then is what you're saying. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. It's really good. It, you know, it, it's definitely helps those, those people know and be aware of this, uh, this insight because yeah. I get it. And so does this device strain your hand when you use it for too long or while you're I lashing? I don't believe, no, because... It's proper um, isolation. And so for me, how I taught myself through the years, because I used to do this for like, you know, eight, 12 hours a day almost, um, especially during the holidays. What you want to do is if if this is the forehead, you always want to relax something on the forehead. So like one of your fingers hold. So basically how we're isolating is just kind of pressing down against the face somewhere and relaxing our hand. And then the other thing is, I guess, your corners. I, I like move the face of the client's face so i'm still tilting you know like this or tilting like this and isolating so that would be the only thing is um corners are a little bit more difficult because when you're trying to do this it's a little heavier so it's difficult to push the button okay um i that's something we go over in the class because i have to watch you hold it and then it takes some practice getting used to okay really it's actually pretty light um, what's heavy is the batteries. Yeah, no, so, and I remember I held it, and it wasn't too bad. It really wasn't. Yeah. It just, it definitely does. I, I you know, we're gonna be real with people. It does take time to get used to. Because I remember when I was yeah. learning how to do it, I was like, oh crap, and then like I tried to press the button. I was like, did I get it? I was like, oh no, I didn't get yeah. it. But it was very easy to do it. It's it's a it's a very minimal uh, touch to to get it so down. So imagine. If you guys want to, you can probably experiment. You can put two AAAs. These aren't AAAs. These are lithium ions, but you can put it on the top of your tweezer. This is what weighs. This is yeah. super light compared to this. So that's okay. what's, we're, it's battery powered. And that's what, we can't change the weight of a battery. That's no. what's going to be heavy. No, I totally get that. Okay, cool. And so can Lush artists increase their... Uh, their services, their service prices, if they use your Absolutely. jelly device? Oh, please, you better. 
I mean, we want, we, we encourage this because it's a premium service. Um, plus lashes is luxury, blah, blah, blah. But really, um, you're going to see better retention. So I tell my clients, you're going to see better retention by 20 to 25%. So you should increase your prices by 20 to 25%. You can do regular glue here, um, jellies here. Tell them this is going to cost this much in two or three weeks, whatever your normal fill is. Let me know if you want to get this service and basically that's your increase it's kind of like saying nail polish versus gel nails you have a uh, longer durable longer lasting so it's flexible it's oil friendly it's water friendly so it's going to cost a little bit more the product costs more that's you know how i would explain it for sure no i totally get it yeah and it's a premium service so of course and so can clients can you tell clients to go home and are they able to use mascara and makeup remover and all that stuff on there they could but the only thing is, is, and this is how I describe it in my class. If you, and you, you work out, Lulu, I don't work yeah. out, but you know, when um, you have a ponytail and if you have wet hair or if your hair is straight and you try to brush it, it's going to loosen the ponytail, right? Yeah, so the only sure. thing is, is how you remove your makeup. It's not really how, what you use, because if, if your glue is really bonded, like this is my ring and it's really bonded, it's the lashes that are wet and then you start to brush them or you start to like really like move it, then it'll pop off. But really this stuff, it doesn't budge. It's like, um, so one of the ingredients, it's uh, what's in plexiglass. If that okay. makes sense. I, so it's, an, it's a type of acrylic, acrylic or an acrylate that, um, it makes like pla plastic. It's a plasticizer. So it's completely like it's locked tight and it's actually a longer polymer. So it's very flexible. So that's why it doesn't just pop off. It actually kind of stays on longer. If oh, that wow. Because that's why with regular glues, they're like kind of crunchy. And then if you like mess with it a little bit, sometimes they just flick off because your hair is soft, but the glue isn't. So it just kind of pops. With this stuff, yeah. it doesn't as much. Make sense? And yeah, no, you can wear I, mascara and you can use makeup removers. It's just how do you take it off? Like don't pull it, you know, like just lightly brush it, use a cleansing brush. You know, like there's different ways of not manhandling your beautiful lashes. Okay. Okay. Totally get it. Okay, cool. That's actually really awesome. Oh my gosh. Didn't realize <laughs> that. So do people, I, I, do people need to take a training for your course? Yes, because safety first, safety, safety first. And also you're paying for something that I feel is valuable. So you're walking away with confidence, knowing how to use the product. Um, right. I could, I could be rich right now if I just sold it on Amazon. <laughs> but oh, this yeah. is a professional only product for professionals because I'm, I'm a professional and I want us professionals to grow together. And training, I feel like, is a really huge aspect of um, growing um, and how to use your products. So, like, I do all hand. We do a hands-on, and we also go over marketing and really how to talk to your clients and how to explain the safety and efficacy of the products. So, it's a lot that we cover. Wow, that's really neat. And so, yeah, because I remember that was a big thing for you at the beginning. Was you know people just wanted to buy the device, and you were like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I, um, there was this company when I first started doing nails that wouldn't sell their gel polishes and their gel um, soak off system without taking their class. And I 
kind of didn't like that, but I liked their products, so I took their class. And what I found valuable was that it helped me learn how to use their specific system in the way that they want us to use it. So we have the best outcome for and retention for our clients' nails. That's kind of how I look at our education is I want you to walk away with feeling and knowing everything that you should know in order to become successful in your business with lashes. Um, that's the only way I feel like I can reach to people is if we train them properly. And so it's just basically everyone has to get trained in order to use the system. That's cool. And so do you train girls who are just learning how to do volume or do they already have to have done volume, been trained in volume before you teach them that? So this training doesn't require volume experience. It requires that you have a minimum of good full time six months of lash experience. Okay. So because I feel like the fundamentals is no stickies, distance, how much glue you're picking up, trajectory, um, you know, like weight, how to isolate, how to hold, how to place, like all of those things I feel like are things that I can't just teach you in a one day class. So you should come well prepared and ready to know how to do those things. And then the next step up is learning how to use the device. Right. So how long is your training? Is it a two day? It's a one day. Okay. So it's one day. Um, with lunch provided and then we have um, models so your models come in and we work hard like four or five hours of just putting on lashes Um, but obviously you don't expect you you tell your models you don't expect them to leave with full sets right or is it just is it just practice or uh okay so we do say that because we don't want to bum out our models but i've actually seen the fullest fullest sets in my classes So I guess it just depends on your level and your speed and how fast of a learner you are and how comfortable. So that's all the different variables. Like one girl from San Diego, I saw her do a full set in an hour and a half, a classic. And I was like, like, you know, bowing down to her. And then there could be someone who does volume, mega volumes and she does it in three hours and it's like every single corner to corner. Or you could be someone who doesn't really feel comfortable holding the device. The tweezers just aren't working for you the way that you're used to holding your tweezers. So that may take like five, five hours and you only get like half a set. You know, everyone's different. Their speeds are different. Just we all learn differently. For sure. No, and I love that you're right there with them to help teach them that and to really try to get it down versus them trying to figure it out on their own, right? Just yeah, um, I, I love that. The, the, the number one thing to me is because I'm, I feel like I'm good at watching what you're doing and figuring out what could be better. I think that's my, what I'm good at. I'm not the best lash artist. I'm not the best judge. Like that's not who I am, but I'm really good at knowing my system and I know how to use it. And I want it to be the best like at, for you to perform with it. So whatever, if I'm watching you demo with it and perform with it and I see something slightly off or uncomfortable in your hands, I want to make it better. So that way then it's like the best thing that's helping your business. But that's the only thing I can really help in training. But once you leave my door, I mean, I have to hope and pray to the lash gods that you're, you're doing it correctly, <laughs> but reach right. out to me if you have any questions. Perfect. Okay. So where are you doing your trainings? Um, we're traveling a lot now. Um, we just came back from a Miami training, but it ends up being in West Palm. Um, we'll be at Scottsdale Lash Conference in Arizona, um, Europe, Hungary, um, like Birmingham, London, um, Mexico, Oakland. A lot of Oakland classes because this is where we're located. Um, Hawaii because it will be my second home. So um, I want to go to Canada and um, New York, upper state New York. 
but we need someone to host us because I'm not going to try to do it at a hotel. It's like too much with having massage tables and lights and trolleys and stuff to yeah. haul around. No, for sure. Yeah. And you definitely want yeah. to try to find someone to host. So if anyone's listening and you know somebody or you're in the East Coast or another state or in a different country and want to host her, definitely yeah. contact her. Where can they reach you at, hon? Um, email us or DM us. Info at Illumino Lashes or Illumino Extensions on Instagram. So let me write this down. So it's IlluminoLashes.com, right? Yeah. Info at IlluminoLashes.com. Or our IG is um, Illumino Extensions. Yeah. Illumino Extensions. Emailing okay. is best. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I have it up here again. Info at IlluminoLashes.com. And obviously go. No problem. Uh, and go follow her on her Instagram. She's been posting, you know, some really cool stuff. And, uh, you know, she definitely keeps you up to date. Because, I, I mean, obviously I follow her. I've been, how long have we been friends? Three? Three years? <laughs> three years? Has it been? Has it been I two years? So yeah, I met you it's, at um, um, Jill's conference. Yeah, Jill's conference. I met was, you there. Yeah, that was like three years ago. It wasn't more than three. Four years ago. I, feel like it, I don't know. I think it's probably four years ago, girl. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> so obviously, you guys. I mean, she's a good friend of mine. I, I think it's marvelous what she's doing for the industry. What she's innovated, you know, and and that's what she really wants. You guys, she really is the most sweetest genuine person and all she really wants to do is help you guys and so <laughs> please don't be those haters and those bashers that just come out and say stupid things or else you know like and i loved it how when they did come out and start saying dumb things about the jellies like you had a whole slew of people like going like having your back like and just saying stuff like i remember michelle and megs and everyone yeah. was like posting and i was about to post something i was like dang it they beat me to it yeah <laughs> thanks i mean that's actually the power of um, flash friendships. We all have each yeah. other's back. People yeah. think we're like, like Michelle Rath, we're speaking of from Simple Lashes. She's yeah. a brand. So you would think that's my frenemy. That's my comp competition, but mm -hmm. it's not like that. This lash world is so small. You guys, um, you know, we're, we all kind of know each other and we're pretty, some people are more closer than others. We have each other's back. So, um, yeah, I just kind of stopped like talking back to people because I got so I, I'll, I'll be honest, I felt, I feel very, I felt kind of hurt uh -oh. and I, think we I froze. was like tired of being, you know, like thrown eggs at. Oh, are you there? Oh, Lulu? I'm sorry. I, we, we okay. froze there for a minute. Okay, so you, you were saying that. Okay. And I was just saying like, <laughs> I felt pretty defeated and, you know, even though people go like, you know, sticks and stones may break your bones and blah, blah, blah. But still it hurts, you know, yeah. especially when you created it. So I just kind of stopped looking at negative stuff and just trying to envelop myself into developing my product and like, you know, doing other things with the research aspect and packaging. And so now we're back, you know, and it was nice seeing other people sticking up for me because that really actually touched me. Really, my heart is bigger because of that. Oh, Lulu, are you frozen again? Okay, let me pull you up on screen here. Okay. Um, I was just like checking my emails, waiting for you. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened either, but it's okay. We're we're still on here, so. Um, okay, I mean we're we're pretty much almost done here wrapping it up. But yeah. you were saying you were talking about how you know uh, the industry is really small. Yeah, yeah, and so I feel really lucky to know you 
and Marisol and everyone else. Like, you know, we keep it pretty real, right? Like, you know. Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, it's really cool because, you know, even though, even if you're listening right now and you're not, you're a solo artist and you're working, you know, in your own little place, whether it's, you know, a small studio or, or trying to just make ends meet at home so that you can build it up to be a studio, right? Like, um, you know, you're not a big brand. You still have a lot of, uh, what's it called? Similarities. A lot of, you're going through a lot of the same things a lot of other women are going through. And that's a part of what we've gone through, you've gone through. Uh, and even like when you go to conferences, you know, you meet girls and guys who are in your same boat or just maybe getting out of the boat or just right where maybe you want to be. And uh, that's the that's the perfect point in time to to connect, right? And, and get information. I got hooked on lash conferences after my first one. And I was like, when I was- didn't even know this existed. Yeah. <laughs> when was that? Um, it was the one in Long Beach. Um, it was oh, where I, there was um, Irina Lovecheck and um, Loretta and, you know, Jill was hosting that with okay. um, Eva. It was just a very... Oh, yeah. So one of the first ones. Okay. Yeah. That was like my crack. Like after that, I was like, "Where? when's the next one? Like, how can I afford this? Like, I'm going to start saving my money. Like, you know, it was, it, it was amazing. And it, it's definitely like meeting other people who are doing the same thing. It makes you feel like it's okay. And it's, it's human, you know? Right. For sure. And I love that. Yes. Yeah. So if you guys, obviously, I think we've wrapped it up. Is there anything else you want to let us know about the jellies? Anything, anything at all? No, I think you, you basically just covered the myths or questions that people ask. Um, I do want to say that I'm probably going to go a different route with, um, when the conference happens more so about the how and why of the jellies, because I think people want to know more about it. So that's the direction we're going to probably go, but spin it a little bit positive about collaboration. And yeah. Yeah. That's actually really awesome. Okay. Perfect. Well, Sujin, thank you for joining me. And remember guys, she is one of our speakers at our conference. So definitely look her up, go like her on Facebook, follow her, send her a, a message. She's really awesome. Her team will get back to you guys. She promises. She's awesome. Yeah, thanks, Lulu. You're awesome, too. No problem. Thanks. Well, have a great day, babe, and we'll see you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on that awesome episode with Sujin Yang of Aluminal Lashes. Again, she's a dear friend and I'm so excited for her and for all that she's contributed to the uh, lash industry. It really is amazing what she's done. And uh, if you don't know anything about her, please go look her up on Instagram or Facebook and uh, and check her out. Uh, so we're going to roll with the punches here for the next couple episodes and we are going to talk about different things that are happening, uh, more science-y things, especially what's going on right now with uh, in the world with COVID-19 and the coronavirus. So um, we really want to get you guys all the information out there as soon as possible, as well as with our conference. Unfortunately, the conference, uh, we've had to reschedule our conference. It's five weeks away and um, it really was heartbreaking for me and my mom to do this, um, but it is the best decision. Obviously, we take um, the priority of our of our speakers, our sponsors, and our attendees, uh, their health and their safety into accounts first. That is our number one priority. And if we have to, obviously, we are going to reschedule uh, sometime this uh, the end of this year. Um, we will have an official date, hopefully 
to you very, very, very soon within a couple days here. So keep staying tuned for that new day. Also follow us on our Instagram uh, or our, our website and, and get everything, everything up to date information from us because I'm always on there. So it's at Scottsdale Lash Brow Conference or you can go to www.scottsdalelashbrowconference.com and get all the information on there as well. So, um, again, we're completely heartbroken about this. I swear, I was crying and crying and crying last night. I was crying this morning. Um, and I just, you know, it felt just so overwhelmed, not because, um, I, I think what it really was, was just the fact that everything is just so, uh, unclear and I'm a little bit of a control freak. And so with everything just being so unclear and everything, all the fear and everything that's happening all around the world and, and not being able to know and understand maybe when this whole thing is going to finally be over with, I think that just really got to me. And I just felt so bad for all our attendees and sponsors and everybody. Cause this, you know, they were looking forward to this date. We've been planning for this date for the last, you know, roughly seven months or so. So it's, it's been a real whirlwind, uh, for my mom and I, these last couple couple days having to make this uh, decision. So um, anyway, bear with us, you guys. We're going to, again, roll with the punches on these podcasts, and we're going to give you some really good information. And yeah, so stay tuned, and we'll see you later. Love you guys. Bye.